Good morning. It is the 4th of July, which means you can now get your haircut. Who's had their haircut already? Let me know. Anyway, just wanted to jump on and talk about the last supper effect in this morning's morning chat. Now, this stems from I'll Start Monday, and it, it comes from two things that happened yesterday. Everything I talk about is, is basically comes from the day before. So last night we had one of the ladies just getting started on a 28-day kickstart, um, and we actually we had our one-to-one on the Friday night at like 7 p.m. It's quite interesting because we had this chat, and it was like, it was almost like, what, do I start now then on a Friday night? And it was like, yeah, let's go. And my point here, it was doable to start on a Friday night. And if you can do it on a Friday night, not like that, when when can't you? And it's an important term. And in the research, they term it the last supper effect. And the last su- supper effect actually flaws a lot of studies. So, for example, when I did my um, research, um, my postgrad at Oxford Brooks, we would um, try and get people in to volunteer. Okay, they're about to go on this um, low calorie diet for it was people with prediabetes and to help improve their insulin sensitivity to in, to reduce their risk. It was quite quite a, quite a lot of like um, blood tests that we'd give them. We took quite a lot of blood from them um, to test their insulin because you do need quite a lot for that. It's not like a finger prick. You need to really milk the finger if you like. Um, and it, it took a lot to get people to come in, for example. But when they'd come in and we'd discuss them about it, so we'd brief them, they agreed to do it. Right, you're going to go on this low-calorie diet next Monday. Brilliant. So they would go away and often put on weight prior to it because they knew that they were about to be put on this horrendous diet. And can you see the issue there? How that promotes this yo-yo binge restrict, binge restrict. And I'm saying this because, I don't know if you saw it, but yesterday I shared, um, well, Belinda shared... Um, where she's at at week 10 and she put a post down on one pound down um which is 18 pounds altogether so it's a weekly update her inches stayed the same so she's lost 19 inches um however what she said was that her food plan she didn't really stick to it um one day one day she went like 800 whatever over um and normally or maybe before she might have gone you know what that's a bit rubbish i'll just keep it going I'll just screw it, start again on Monday. But she brought it right back in. And this is an important thing here. Because often when we start a diet, we're told, and this is the last supper effect, like like what happened with the research, is you're told that you need to give up everything straight away. And some people it might work for, for a while. But for some people, that actually puts people off starting, thinking that you have to exercise for an hour. That's why we've got 10-minute workouts now, which have inside our... Um, kickstart program which people absolutely love that the ladies love them like yesterday we had a six minute procrastinator workout so if you don't want to come to our live one which is a bit longer right i've got a six minute procrastinator workout if i can't do that arguably you could just say maybe it's just not important to me and that's okay too but we've got to be honest here otherwise we'll just go around in a circle and beat ourselves up maybe we're saying that i have to give up bread to lose weight i have to give up wine to lose weight when actually as we went through the other day you don't have to start on the all or nothing thing. What if you just said, you just made a little bit of a rule for yourself and just said, you know what, I'm going to have a chocolate. You know, ask the question, actually. How often do you need chocolate to be happily satisfied? One a day. Okay, cool. How many would you need to actually be happily satisfied? And I say this because when people have two instead of one, they're often no more satisfied than they were with one. And just consider... That unless you define what a good day looks like, 
Unless you define what sticking to the plan looks like, you'll always be annoyed at yourself because you're not good enough, you have no willpower, you've messed up. Because we have this illusion of what a perfect day should be, which we haven't defined, which is the issue. Then when we have a chocolate, when we have, you know, when we feel tired and we don't exercise or whatever, we then just go into this beating ourselves up mode and think, sod it, I'm, I'm not doing well. Yet we have no benchmark to compare it to other than this elusive perfect thing that we haven't actually defined. Can you see the issue there? I hope that all makes sense. So if you're not happy and you keep going, you know, I'm annoyed at my results at the moment, consider, have you actually defined what a good day looks like? If you haven't, you're always going to be chasing your tail thinking, am I doing well? I don't know. I think so. Someone else is doing better than me. So I bet I'm not doing well. I'm rubbish. Might as well start Monday. Are you, are you going into this restrict binge cycle? Does that work for you? Could you just rein it back in him again? If you want to, if you do want to give up bread, that's fine. But if you're eating every day right now, why not just start small and say, right, I just won't have it on a Monday. It will allow you to then say, okay, on a Monday, I'm going to look for a different recipe that I'm going to try. Then it's not what you're taking away. It's what you're adding in. How exciting is that? That's why we have a nutrition system with thousands of recipes in. You can just go lunch, done, do. So I hope that helps. Have a lovely day. It is Saturday and the weather is meant to turn. So have a lovely day. Any questions, let me know and speak soon. Take care.